welcome back to another podcast from online-cbt-therapy.co.uk Thank you for listening today and today we'll be discussing cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT self-help materials. Self-help is part of what now is called step care, which aims to provide the right amount and intensity of care for individual needs. So any self-help material for anything can be very useful, from learning to draw to making a blog or a podcast. So anything on any box of life. However, not everyone finds learning from videos or manualized instructions um, easy and people prefer to join a class so that could be like a psychoeducational course um, when you speak from a psychological point of view or you speak from one of a uh, hobbies so some people prefer to join a class on drawing or computer rather than just do it at home also some people enjoy um, than just uh, being by themselves. On the other hand, there are also people who prefer and benefit more from a one-to-one approach. So the options are there. Today we are discussing the self-help. Okay. As usual, uh, this um, podcast is also blog entry uh, format so you can read everything we'll be discussing perhaps in less detail or less extent um, on online-cbt-therapy.co.uk forward slash blog and there you can find um, the blog entry for this podcast so what we are going to discuss in today's uh, podcast is self-help cbt self-help and uh, suitability expectations working in motivation, uh, where to start and where to find reliable sources, all right? Suitability. Anyone can look into self-help to improve their their well-being. So self-help, it is suitable for absolutely everyone. However, people experiencing mild to moderate difficulties may benefit more from this type of intervention. As an example, if someone is severely depressed, may find it difficult to begin to read or concentrate enough to work on self-help materials. However, it could be positive to engage in a meaningful activity. And someone with more complex needs could benefit from self-help materials as well. There are plenty of self-help materials, and the reason why people with mild to moderate difficulties and may benefit more from these materials is because the impact on the day-to-day is less. So they might be feeling anxious, they might be feeling low, and they might be struggling with uh, perhaps self-harming or dealing with their emotions, but the impact on the day-to-day is less. So therefore they, they can structure things around their day-to-day. Um, In my practice, I have met many people that have worked on self-help materials 
and come to sessions with more understanding of CBT and what may be underpinning their difficulties, making it slightly easier to begin to do one-to-one -one work. Also, let's clarify that there are other self-help materials and there are other self-help materials for um, that they perhaps may have better uh, better outcomes for different difficulties. So we are looking at CBT, okay? Um, so the people that have come and they already have worked on, uh, on some sort of health materials, they have already tried to change or do things differently, you know, weekly or daily, which also makes it easier to just try to tune some of the things that they don't, they don't find that they are working for them. The main reason is because CBT, so the main reason of why this could be useful why this is useful is because one of the elements of CBT is actually in between sessions self-help. So there is an understanding that when you discuss a technique, when you discuss your problems and we, are the, and we identified or you identified with your um, uh, therapist or practitioner what difficulties got on the, on the week for you to achieve what you want to get from the, from the therapy, then you can work together. Uh, and test it out for the week after. So there is that part that you're already used to do. So you're already doing things that you will be expected to do or you, you want to do, really. Um, also, expectations. So it's, it's important to realize that some people do find um, difficult either to relate or to engage with CBT materials uh, for so, so self-help materials for many reasons. Some of them may be like some people have an expectation that by reading or watching materials, things will change or they will feel better. Yet, if someone has been having difficulties for a long time, it may take longer than expected to begin to feel better. Sometimes other people want to talk about their difficulties and are not looking for an active talking therapy such as CBT. It is good to work on self-help for CBT in order to understand whether this is something that you wish to do. However, there are self-help materials for uh, acceptance and commitment therapy, mindfulness, which, um, which are, uh, they, they come under the new uh, wave of CBT therapies and some uh, sometimes it can be included or in, implemented in CBT uh, therapies. If the therapist uh, is willing or is trained on that, um, also if he's trained. But um, but also there are other there are other approaches to well-being, and I cannot reinforce this any any strong strongly. There are other things that CBT CBT is not a one fit all. There are other things you might want to explore, and there are plenty of self-help for them. You can look at them on any online bookstore and, uh, and so forth. Um, so, thinking about that, you need to really have the expectation that you might pick up a self-help material, and that might not work, whether it's CBT, whether it's anything else. So, you try one, you realize that that might not be for you, 
then you might think actually this is not uh, CBT is not for me. Let's pick up something else. Uh, but that will give you the choice, and that will give you the rather than the choice that will give you the chance to make an informed choice on the token therapies available, and that might suit you more. One one of the complaints I have heard various times regarding self-help materials for CBT is it does not apply to me. And this is perfectly possible. So uh, may you might pick up something on I don't know uh, social anxiety or general anxiety disorder, but yet what you're experiencing is agoraphobia or panic disorder. So maybe that's because it doesn't apply to you. Um, however, if you're experiencing anxiety and are reading or working on anxiety self-help, as a general information, psycho information and self-help on anxiety, as a general anxiety, not general anxiety disorder, but like symptoms of anxiety, how anxiety impacts on your functioning, how it presents in different people. It may be possible that the examples in the materials do not relate to you or portrait exactly how you experience anxiety. Yet the principles of it and the information apply to most of the people, if not all. Because anxiety is a human um, experience. We all experience it different in different situations. And we have different thoughts about it. And we do different things to manage it. However, anxiety, it is something that we all experience. So it might not apply to you, the example on the self-help. But that doesn't mean that the content the information cannot be applicable to you. You just need to be more um, uh, flexible and changing the perspective of where you're looking things and rephrasing what the self-help materials does, how it fits your needs. So as an example, if you are working on a CBT self-help material and there is a five uh, diagram uh, area, which is something I'll discuss in my next uh, podcast and on my next um, uh, blog entry. So this is a five areas uh, model, five areas uh, diagram of CBT, uh, which involves uh, a situation, a thought, a motion, feeling, and physical changes. So you got a situation, which will lead to either a thought, a, a, a physical change, a change in emotions, and in a behavior. There may be examples in this self-help that um, fit, uh, so they give a, an example about social anxiety or panic disorder, yeah? Yet, uh, the concept of the five areas and how that applies in anyone's life applies to everyone. So it's important to be able to take a step back and put the difficulties in perspective. Because, and this might be, <laughs> this might be a bit unusual, but there is no chance that they can't fit every single example of every single person in a self-help material. There are a lot of human beings and we all experience anxiety differently. So don't expect to open the book and say, oh, that, that's me. That's all, oh, that's definitely me. Or when I'm saying a book, I said uh, some handouts or a video online or an app on your phone. You cannot expect it's going to be just right done for you because it is a self-help material. It's up to you to get that information and make it useful for yourself. 
that's because one of the main uh, main of the areas that work is for people whose mental health doesn't impact as much on their functioning. People who experience mild to moderate difficulties. However, reading with social anxiety, which impacts greatly many people, or panic disorder, will give you a lot of understanding of why things are happening. So that could be a starting point. Okay. I hope all of this is making sense, and I hope, um, well, that um, my comment about they cannot put everyone in the self-help material. Uh, well, I hope you understand why they cannot put anyone's. But if you don't, you're more than welcome to go to my website, drop me an email on uh, online cbt-therapy.co.uk forward slash contact and I'll be happy to send answering you an email brief line telling you why there is no enough uh, space or um, capability for anyone to gather everyone's experience on a self-help material. Where to start? So if you believe that you are suitable for uh, self-help, uh, you have expectations of what you might encounter and what it might be uh, and you're motivated enough or you want to work on your motivation and you want to start to look at uh, helping yourself um, it is important to look at what you are experiencing right now so some more good questions you could ask yourself is am i low in mood am i anxious if am i if I am anxious and depressed, which one came first? So when someone has been anxious for a very long time and they've been, um, they've been avoiding things or uh, they've been um, not doing the things that they like, so not just avoiding the things that they are unpleasant, but also not doing the things they like in the event that they might find them unpleasant, it's no surprise that they will feel depressed after a period of time. So it's important for you to identify if you're feeling low in mood, whether the low in mood came first or the anxiety came first, right? So when you realize what came first, then you could ask yourself, what triggered my current mood? What was there? When did it happen? When did I start to feel this way? Was it a bereavement? Was it a life change? Was it illness? It's been there. All, has it been always there? Have, have they been around believing that I might have a heart attack? Uh, believing that I might have a long-term health, such a cancer? Um, could it be having thoughts or images coming to my mind that they are that they are scary and they are um, against my core beliefs? or against what I believe is right. Um, once you pick these things up and you think, well, actually, yeah, it's been always social situation since I was 15. Uh, now I feel low in mood, but mostly it's because I had one or two friends, they moved away, and now I'm by myself. So I can't really go out and meet new people because I feel anxious around uh, people. So once you have looked into that, and answered all these questions, um, you may begin to help, sorry, you may begin to find uh, self-help, or uh, you may begin to help yourself um, to identify 
the situation, uh, the difficulties. Okay, so sorry, I'm, I'm slightly confused. I'm, I think I'm slightly confused right now. So when you once you have identified um, whether it's low mood, anxiety, or and uh, what came first and what was the trigger, um, then you can start to look at, for example, what difficulties you can. Um, what, what is the main difficulty? Now, for you to be able to uh, identify it, if you are not aware or you are not sure of how anxiety presents or what anxieties in what situations uh, or what are the signs of depression, then I would recommend you to search online for things like signs of depression, types of anxiety, and go um, to a reliable source. Like I said on the What is CBT page, on my online page, so it's online-cbt-therapy.co.uk. So as I said, on what is CBT, you want to get reliable information from a reliable source. So, for example, if you live in Scotland, you have nhsinform.scot, and then they have illnesses and conditions, mental health. So if that would come up on your uh, search engine, you could go there. Uh, in Wales, you've got nhsdirect.wales.nhs.uk. And um, in England, you have nhs.uk. And you can most of them, they either have mental health or stress and anxiety and depression, and so on and so forth. Once you have found more about what condition you might experience and how it presents on you, and you've thought, actually, yes, this is, this, this, this is relates to me, this is what I need, then the next step is find reliable uh, sources of self-help, which I'll discuss now. So, working on motivation. Sometimes we are at the stage when we are unsure what we want to do. So, we are contemplating uh, what, where we want to go. We may not even know if one-to-one -one therapy is the right thing for us or whether we have the willingness to do it. So, we are contemplating what we want to do. Or even if we want to spend weeks working on a difficulty. So self-help material is an opportunity for you to build on this. So like I said earlier on, you can decide, you can read on CBT, said, oh, this is not for me, or oh, uh, I don't know, I don't have OCD, or whatever, or I prefer mindfulness. So it is, it is something to start to build motivation. So that gives you the chance to decide what you want to do. Um, as an example, someone may have wanted always to learn to play an instrument. So they may have decided to buy an instrument and try to watch some videos online. Then after trying that for a couple of weeks, months, they decide to pay to one for one-to-one -one tuition. Or they might just find that with that is enough. Other people might be on the stage of thinking, do I need a, what, what instrument do I want to buy? Or, do I want to learn an instrument? There's something else I want to get. So, for example, there are self-help on goal setting or self-help on um, assertiveness. Um, so there are plenty of things you can, you can start working on. But just by working on something uh, will give you slightly more of benefit um, from the well-being and emotional point of view. It will benefit you just because you're doing something that you want to improve on. So, 
working on motivation would take me a whole blog entry, really. So I recommended you to look at the bottom of the article for links to websites that you may find helpful to work on this. So when I'm saying uh, at the bottom of the article, it's on the article on, the website, on my website. However, there are various ways of looking at motivation. The one I personally like the most is that you can sit and wait for motivation to come to you. Or you could go out and do whatever you want to do and do it while you are waiting for the motivation to come. I, this is something I discuss in a, in a different context and a bit more uh, extensively one-to-one. -one. But, for example, people who experience low mood, they have stopped doing things they enjoy, and they, they, they want to sit and, and wait until they feel better or feel more motivated to, for example, go out and go for a walk in the local park where they enjoy, or go fishing, or go for a cycle, or pick up a book and go to the garden and read it on a sunny day. So they might be waiting for their motivation to come. But if you're waiting for your motivation to come, it may come, it may not come. You may decide to do self-help materials online or on your phone, and then you're already working on that. You're already working on your... Uh, well-being. So you might start to feel motivated, but you are doing something about it. If you are just sitting and waiting, it's going to be less likely that motivation is going to come. Um, not that will not come. I'm not saying that. I haven't got the research to say that motivation won't come if you sit and wait. Uh, but experience and when you look at motivational interviewing and you, mo you look at the mot um uh, the motivation cycles, motivational stages, there is a pre-contemplation when people start thinking about it and they do a little bit and a little bit of that and a little bit of that, so you can start working on that motivation. If you are already listening to this, you might be motivated enough. So that could be, so that that's something I, um, I see about motivation. With self-help materials, it is sometimes very difficult to motivate yourself the same as if you decide to work out at home or start running uh, by yourself instead of in a running club. Okay. So at the bottom, so at the bottom of the article on, on the on the blog, and at the end of today, I just give you a couple of um, links, and I give you a couple of links for you to uh, find reliable online self-help materials. Okay, so you can start to work on motivation, you can start to work on anxiety or depression. Reliable sources. There are many ways to find self-help, and I'll be discussing, as I said, self-help for CBT, but there are other self-helps. So you can find books, websites to download the materials, online courses, free and paid, uh, and also mobile applications. Okay, so from the point of view of books, um, the Overcoming series are good CBT self-help materials. You can find them easily on an, on an online bookstore or on a regular high street uh, bookstore. But also there is the service on books on prescription. So I believe the website is reading-well.org.uk. But if you put book of pre books on prescription and um, 
you try to find them around your area. So I don't know, whatever it's your postcode or your or your or your, or your or your city, you might find another services. From a point of view of websites, another resource are um, PDF materials. Most of the, the materials have an introduction sheet that explains what type of difficulty they work on and what, what are the main, the main characteristics. So you can ensure that you meet your needs prior to begin. So you can download them, they are free, or most of them they are free. You download them and then you can read on the top of them which one is the one you would think is suits you. So one of them uh, is the uh, ntwnhs.co.uk. My thing is, is Northumberland uh, Tiny Tyne Wine. I can't remember how it's pronounced, so I apologize for that. But if you put NTW Self Help Materials, then it'll come up. So um, let me check those websites. So I got that web.ntw.nhs.uk forward slash self help. This has specifically self-help on various PTSDs and also on bereavement, among other things. But these are something that they do have there, and it is quite um, quite good. Then the other website is a Australian website, and it's called CCI. I think it's the Center for Clinical uh, Intervention, or something like that. Um, so if you would Google CCI self-help, it will come up. It has uh, many. Um, it has many resources. One of them uh, is tolerating distress, and I have used this uh, with many of my clients. Um, and it's for people who experience difficulties with their emotions, and they react to some extent. Both of them, or at least the one from the NTW, have self-help on self-harm. So that is another another thing you can look at, as well as, as sleeping and more things. Now, online courses, there are some of them paid, as I say, but some of the ones I'm listing here are free. I have not personally used them, uh, but they are all recommended widely to clients, and I have recommended some of them to some of the clients um, that they are unsure whether they want to do um, some, of our some of the courses that the NHS uh, runs or one-to-one -one because of the waiting of time or the self-help. So, um, if you go online, uh, there is a website called Living Life to the Full. Um, in thefuturelearn.com, there is a course on anxiety and depression that has been designed by the University uh, of Reading, and this is anxiety, depression, and CBT. Comes out, it comes regularly. Um, the university has a renowned uh, psychological department, and I did my uh, one of my. Uh, postgraduate certificates or diplomas, I did it with them. So it's something that um, is a good university. And I find uh, that the information they gave and the way it was presented was good. Then there is something else. Um, I think Get Sub Help website has a course, have video, have text. And then there is another one uh, that it used to be free, and I'm not sure now, but I think it needs registration is uh, eCouch, I think it was, yes, eCouch.anu.edu.au. Again, another Australian website. You can look at that. So if you would like to find, you will find um, eCouch online, I suppose. You could find it, but that's the course. You can always go to my blog, and the links are there. Um, now, 
nowadays phones, mobile apps, whether it's Android or whether it's uh, iPhone, they'll, they'll have plenty of them. So for what I used and I work and recommend it to people, uh, there is a OCD uh, self-help material called NOCD, so no OCD. Altogether, no CD for OCD. You got CBTI coach, and that's specifically for insomnia. Uh, you got Mind Shift. You got Calm. You got Sam, S A M, and you got Worry Tree for excessive worry. Um, so all of them. There are others. Uh, they, I believe, is Headspace, and there are other of them. Uh, there is some for PTSD, but some of it is important for you to be aware that some of these apps um, may be better used. So, in the case of PTSD, um, the apps that recommend for you to be in treatment while you're using the app. So it's something you need to be mindful that any self-help material, whether it's on a mobile app, self-help PDF, books, online courses, websites, if not if it will bring some emotional distress, mild to moderate or excessive. So it might, when we start to work on our problems, they might. That doesn't mean that they won't. That means that they might. So they might mean distress. You might find that your level of emotions change. So please take care of yourself and be, uh, and, and be honest with yourself. If you believe that you need help from a professional, find a professional. If you believe that you've worked before on uh, self-help and it hasn't worked and your difficulties are uh, too much or, too, or, or you can't cope with them, it's important for you to find help straight away. Uh, that can be done in Britain or in England through the NHS in the IAP services. You can do it privately. You can go to your GP. Uh, you can call the crisis team of your area. You can call 999. It depends what you need. Okay. Yeah, so, so to sum up, um, this podcast and the blog entry is intended to support people to identify what they need support with rather than providing support. To look at the right places to find CBT self-help and to try out CBT before deciding to go for one-to-one -one treatment and also uh, helping you to find what difficulties you're experiencing and where it perhaps may, uh, came from. There are many ways you can help yourself and sometimes people forget that all humans, and I, and I can't reinforce this with when I do one-to-one, -one, more humans are capable of achieving many things. And they are capable, and we, and they are capable of helping themselves. Because we are all able to help ourselves. And it's important not to underestimate your capabilities. You are listening to this, you are reading the podcast, you are reading the blog, you can make a change on your day to day. Don't forget that. As ultimately, you need to go out and get better or improve your day to day. So I'm certainly, I haven't met you all, but I'm certainly, and so far, as in my years of experience, people can help themselves if they are in the right place. So if you're in the right place and you want to test out self-help, this is where you can start. Sometimes, like I say, our difficulties are just wider, and the impact of day-to-day -day is wider, and you may need someone 
the same as um, as the guitar example, someone wants to improve or feels that one to one is more for them or better for them, then um, that will give you also the self-help on CBT will help help you to decide if you prefer CBT or prefer something else. And, and please remember that at times we all need support. So this can be friends, family or professionals. So the same when someone has come to you, if they have come to you, or the same if you see someone that they need support and they are not asking for help and you approach them, if you do, then remember to seek support. Look after yourself. Tell yourself that you know you're struggling, but you want to do something about it and find someone to help you. Okay. So my message to take home is try before you buy. There are many therapy options out there and some are better suited for different difficulties and individuals. So if you are experiencing from um, anxiety, CBT has a long, uh, has a wide range of uh, research showing that it's very good for anxiety. So CBT may be for you, but like I said, try before you buy. Okay, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. My next podcast will come up in around four, maybe six weeks, maybe five weeks, three weeks, but it'll be around something called a formulation. And as I mentioned earlier on, uh, that five areas model where you have situation, thought, behavior, emotion, and physical changes, we'll discuss more uh, in detail. Okay, so if you like this um, podcast, please uh, follow me and we'll listen more and uh, once again thank you for listening to the online hyphen therapy.co.uk podcast thank you very much bye